0: Welcome to Blind Date with Knowledge. This is a weekly half-hour talk show featuring Queen's University researchers and scholars. The show is a platform for Queen's researchers to discuss the significance to and benefits of their research on everyday lives. I'm Barry Kaplan, the show's host. Blind Date with Knowledge is broadcast on CFRC Radio 101.9 FM, Campus and Community, Queen's Radio in Kingston, located in Carothers Hall. All the episodes of Blind Date with Knowledge are available on the CFRC website or the Queen's University Research website at queensu.ca slash research. In this episode, I'll be discussing the nature of interdisciplinary research with my two guests, Gabor Fichtinger and Caitlin Yeo, as it relates to Navinife. Navinife is a collaborative project between the Queen's School of Computing, Perk Lab and the Department of Surgery, and we'll be talking a little bit more about Navi Knife in the interview. But first, let me provide a bit of biographical background on Gabor and Caitlin. Dr. Fichtinger is the Canada Research Chair in Computer Integrated Surgery and a professor in the School of Computing at Queen's. His research focuses on computer assisted surgery and in- interventions, specifically on integrating and translating medical imaging image computing, scientific visualization, surgical planning and navigation, robotics and biosensors in clinical use. He also specializes in minimally invasive percutaneous interventions performed under image guidance with primary applications in the detection and treatment of cancer. He has an active lab filled with many undergraduate and graduate student researchers and is a fellow of the Institute of Electrical and Electronic Engineers. Dr. Caitlin Yeo is the incoming Chief Resident in Surgery and a past postdoctoral fellow with the Lab for Percutaneous Surgery under the supervision of Dr. Fichtinger. She has been a resident in General Surgery at Queen's since 2014 and she is working on her Master of Medical Education at the University of Dundee in Scotland, concurrently with her residency. Dr. Yeo collaborates closely with the PERC Lab and other members of the School of Computing and Department of Surgery to bring innovative surgical, te- surgical techniques to patients. Hi, Gabor. Hi, Caitlin. Welcome to the show, Blind Date with Knowledge. We're happy to have you here.
1: Thank you.
2: Thank you.
0: Gabor, let's start with you. Um, I mentioned Navy Knife at the uh, outset of the show. Can you talk a bit more about what this, what this is?
2: Well, Navi knife is uh, the easiest to understand as a uh, miniature GPS system that we provide for the surgeon in the operating room. So it gives the surgeon a roadmap and uh, pointers uh, where the surgical tool needs to be moved with respect to uh, the target tissue. In, In our case, that's breast cancer. So we drew a map and then the guide tool in real time in the operating room with uh, implanted electromagnetic beacons. I guess that's the essence of it.
0: What was the technology that was used prior to this and and how would you characterize the benefits of this new mini-GPS type of technology?
2: Prior to this and the current standard of practice in Canada, which obviously Caitlin can elaborate better, much better, Is uh, putting a uh, a guide wire, so it's really it's it's a metal wire implanted into uh, the tissue, and then the surgeon is kind of digging down along the wire based on a very sketchy verbal uh, instruction by the radiologist where roughly this tumor would be found, which are small usually and in case of the breast are non palpable, non visible, so that's really blind. Uh, uh, flying as opposed to sitting on the GPS and it takes you to target.
0: It sounds like an amazing improvement. So I would imagine that the accuracy of what's being done surgically is improved. And would it also be the case that the recovery time from such an intervention would be shortened?
1: So recovery time would be about the same, uh, but what we're finding with this technology is that, as you said, we're becoming more precise with our uh, ability to locate where the tumor is. So with just the needle technology without the Navi knife, we're guessing where that tumor is based on a two-dimensional wire, and then we're cutting a large chunk of tissue out around that wire in the hopes of not leaving behind any cancer. With the Navi Knife technology, we have a three-dimensional virtual image of where that cancer is and where our instrument is. And so we know more precisely where that tumor is, and we can take out the cancer and leave behind the healthy breast tissue. So we're leaving patients with less cosmetic defect, but at the same time ensuring that they are leaving the operating room without the cancer left behind.
0: Brilliant. That's, that's what a... What a benefit to humanity for this technology is this a canadian um, thing are there other countries that have been experimenting with this sort of uh...
2: well uh, other countries under the research level obviously experimenting with various technologies to improve on uh, breast cancer surgery because this this is a common problem this is a worldwide problem one in every eight women around the world is uh, going to have breast cancer in their life so that's uh, truly global problem. What we had to do here and we've tried to do here at Queen's is to invent a solution that does not disrupt the current standard of care in a sense that surgeons do almost exactly what they have been doing. In addition to using the wire, this becomes an active wire, a beacon. So the wire is, if you wish, is broadcasting its own position relative to the tumor and the surgical tools. But otherwise, everything remains the same. So we don't have to basically move mountains uh, to to have this technology transferred out of Queens. That community actually care.
0: that actually leads me to uh, my next question. Maybe Caitlin, you can field this one. Is there much change in in terms of the training, in terms of the procedural aspects, in terms of the interdisciplinary? Team that uh, is doing this—the anesthesiologists, the nurses, etc.—talk mm-hmm. about that a little bit. This, 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 this move from the the prior uh, type of intervention to this mini GPS type of intervention.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely involves uh, more interdisciplinary collaboration. So we have the computing uh, guys join us in the operating room, along with the radiologist That helps us to localize the tumor uh, during the time of surgery. Um, we. In terms of workflow, though, hasn't significantly increased time in the operating room. It's not more cumbersome in any way. Um, most of the surgeons that there's now three breast surgeons in Kingston that are using this technology, and they haven't found that it interferes with the operation flow at all. Um, it only adds about five to 10 minutes to our overall operating time. And in the grand scheme, if it's saving the patient another trip back to the operating room, that's that 10 minutes is not very much time at all.
0: Great. Is is there um, a plan for knowledge transfer here? Like, uh, are your uh, interventions taped and then like videotaped and then shared with other doctors?
1: We definitely have some video footage, and we've presented this technology at a number of venues, including uh, surgical conferences at uh, at uh, Queens Park in Toronto, and they, we have been sharing our knowledge uh, elsewhere. We're currently in the middle of accruing enough patients for our sort of phase two type study to show that there is a benefit to this technology, and then once we publish, that we would be able to uh, sort of translate it to other hospitals a little bit more um, easily. That's
0: wonderful. You know. As a, a layperson. I'm just, I'm, I'm th- thrilled sitting here listening to you talk about this and what, and what kind of a wonderful uh, benefit this is for people who have cancers. I, Gabor, I know you're interested in the interdisciplinary aspect of the work that you've been doing. So you're coming at it from a computer background. Caitlin's coming at it from a medical surgery background. It's got to be cult- like cultural uh different perspectives on this,
2: can you talk a little bit about that yeah there's always a perennial perspective difference between them and um what i what I found in in case of kingston that's that's very easy to bridge. One reason for that is that the Department of surgery has been on the forefront of computer assisted surgery for uh, for over two decades now, so there's a long history here in uh entrusting engineers and, and computer scientists and other scientists in, in solving uh, uh, important medical problems. So this is how this collaboration, this particular project came about. The surgeons came to us with a problem, big problem in the operating room that they were desperate to find solutions for. And uh, I should say the rest is history. <laughs> So the it seems, listening to what you're
0: saying, that sort of collaboration is almost a given at this point. In, in at,
2: at this point, at Queen's, you don't have to go with a flashlight to find this kind of collaborations and cooperations. That's our, our way of existence. A number of computing faculty are cross-appointed in surgery, at least, I believe, three or four of us. And there is, there is an absolutely natural going back and forth between the two disciplines. We cohabit with surgeons, with residents, um, we frequently meet and that's very important to have this communication line open and a communication that is based on mutual uh, trust because we know that, that none of the teams can solve the problems alone and then we are basically By necessity and uh, uh, by the pleasantness and the collegial atmosphere, we are bound this for good.
0: Let's close out this segment of our conversation with a last thought to both of you. Are there any things that you want to have our listeners know about Navi knife or what's happening with um, your intervention or training of doctors or whatever?
2: Well, Navi knife certainly is an important uh, improvement, but that's the tip of the iceberg, really. And the same technology transfers over to a number of different surgical applications. We are currently working on uh, partial kidney resection, and uh, a number of other plans have been brought up. Importantly, Queen's. Uh, uh, is emerging as a, a great research hub in uh, mass spectrometry tissue analysis, and that's a natural adjunct to uh, the Navi knife, uh, so, so that we could actually identify the tissue while we are cutting. So we're not only navigating, we are real-time updating the map with a malignancy metrics on, on what the surgeon is, is actually resecting. So this opens up fantastic avenues.
0: Wow. Caitlin, any
1: last thoughts? Um, I think Knife really speaks to the strength of the collaboration and the uh, research atmosphere at Queen's. It actually started as a concept on paper, and within three years we were in the operating room. And for technology to move that quickly from benchtop to inpatient practice is really phenomenal.
0: Well said. Blind Date with Knowledge is broadcast on CFRC Radio, 101.9 FM, Campus and Community, Queen's Radio in Kingston, and we're located in Carruthers Hall. All the episodes of Blind Date with Knowledge are available on the CFRC website or the Queen's University Research website at queensu.ca slash research. I close out each episode of Blind Date with Knowledge by asking my guests to tell us a joke, recite a short poem or inspirational quotation, or reference a song related to their research or their personal motivation associated with their research. So, Gabor and Caitlin, the microphone is yours.
1: Um, One of my favorite quotes is, medicine is not only a science, it's an art. And I think that uh, in both surgery and in research, uh, that applies.
2: Well, I uh, usually close uh, the introductory lecture in my course with a a quote from uh, Walt Whitman, uh, o Me, Life, and that says, the last two lines, that you are here, that life exists, an identity, that the powerful play goes on, and you may contribute verse. Beautiful.
0: Beautiful. Thank you both. My guests in this episode of Blind Date with Knowledge have been Dr. Gabor Fichtinger, Professor in the School of Computing at Queen's, and Dr. Caitlin Neo, the incoming Chief Resident in Surgery. If you have a question about anything related to research that you'd like discussed by our guests, or if you have comments about today's conversation with Gabor and Caitlin, please email me, Kaplan at bdwk at cfrc.ca. Thank you very much for tuning in.